Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 14 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for stopping by to kick it with the crew on this beautiful Monday of bets. Before we get into today's action, take a few seconds to Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you would be so kind and you like what you're hearing through the sound waves, go ahead and leave us a review. We certainly do appreciate those five stars. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka. And without further ado, let's bring on in the co-host of the Talking the Line podcast, a man who has been cashing tickets right alongside me all weekend through the first round of the March Madness tournament, a young man who has been spanking my happy ass in our Talking the Line showdowns, and a young man that cannot wait to see the White Sox take the field very, very soon in a few short weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Riley R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm doing solid, man. It's a, It's been a roller coaster weekend. As you alluded to, our Woo. bets have been on fire. Yes, sir. Smoking you in the showdowns. Yes, sir. I say roller coaster because I had a, you know, I had a couple close misses as far as some nice parlay action. Mm-hmm. A little Texas money line really hey, screwed me. My Abilene Christian Wildcats, yep, yep. baby. And then of course our uh, fa- our fandom took a hit. Can't say we're you know over the top diehards of Illinois basketball, but we do do cheer for our Fighting Illini, and they took a beat down. They took a beat down on Sunday and a half, morning, my friend. Yeah, it was not fun to watch. I was talking to you before we started recording, looked over at the TV, and I saw 9-6, to six, and I thought the Illini were up. And then I look again, and it was 19-11. to 11. And I said, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? And they never brought it back within single no, digits didn't. again, so real upsetting. But overall, for the, uh, for the TTL crew, I mean, we've been rocking and rolling here uh, to start the first round as we alluded to at the beginning 10 and 3 overall on our combined plays yeah we've been crushing it is that good uh, it's pretty good I'd okay it's pretty okay. good yeah it's not too bad not too bad right yeah i think uh saturday our only miss was georgetown who took uh, an absolute spanking nice little sacrifice to start the day to hit the next six straight yeah so. you just got to give a sacrifice yeah. sometimes and uh it all works out for the best and then we missed on uh, you know <laughs> purdue uh minus seven big uh, old upset on friday oh, man was that rough i'm blinking on our other loss on friday but uh Overall, like you said, 10 and Overall, 3. Absolutely. Scorching hot. And you know, I will uh, give props where props is due, my friend. You've been uh, spanking my ass on the TTL showdown series. I said 6 to 2. I, uh, as I said just a little bit ago, I got my Abilene Christian yep, Wildcats. Got me there. They, uh, they had a heck of a run. And I, who also did I Oh, you I had catch? Rutgers on, I also uh, had Rutgers. on Friday night. You yeah. got me with Clemson. Yeah, so we we definitely have been having some fun through the uh, beginning of the March Madness tournaments. How can you not? And speaking of that, how about the Talking the Line March Madness Tournament Challenge with Illinois getting bounced, as we alluded to? Oh, man. Over half of our group. Over half had the Illinois winning the title, I including us. Including us. Yes, we did. I'm still in the top five, though. 
I am still in the top five, tied for second, actually. I am no way close. My max total took a big old hit with that one. I am max total of 720 at the time of this recording with 200 points recorded. So we need a little Gonzaga upset to bring everyone else right where we are here. It is tied between Brent Hofert, Hunter... Uh, what's Hunter Blake? <laughs> Hunter Blake. I was going to say Hunter Blake, <laughs> but I didn't want to say Hunter Blake. Um, 1650 projected for Brent and 1580 projected for Hunter at the point of or the time of this recording. 270 points in the bag for Brent and 260 points in the bag for Hunter. I mean, it is neck and neck up at the top. And then you just got everybody else falling off the back with Illini. Yeah, like I was saying, over, literally over half of the group picked Illinois to uh, win yeah. the title. So, got a handful of Gonzaga still. My brother's got Texas Tech, a couple mm-hmm. Michigans, one Kansas. So, okay. handful of people still alive. Uh, and, you know, if we got some more madness, maybe it'll be a free-for-all on everyone. We'll Even with Illinois taking a quick bow out, yeah. maybe someone else that took Illinois might have a chance still. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Uh, it is March, and there has been some craziness happen already, my friend. I mean, as you said a little bit ago, Purdue getting bounced by the mean green. You got Texas, Ohio Texas, State. Oh, Ohio State. I mean, it has been an enjoyable, maybe a little bit more enjoyable because we haven't seen it for two years, I know. but it has been an Typically an when you don't have any like buzzer beaters time. like we haven't seen, people are like, oh, this is, but it is where been, is it? But It's I, been enjoyable. I just don't even care. Basketball on top of basketball is just cleansing to the yeah. soul. Yeah, especially when it's college basketball, just up and down from early in the morning till late in the evening. You just can't beat it. I know. You can't beat it one bit. I'm excited for, you know, today. I'm excited mm-hmm. for this upcoming mm-hmm. weekend. I can't wait, man. Yep. See Sweet 16, and we'll see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Without uh, further ado, as there's not a whole lot going on around uh, the NFL. I know The only thing we missed, NBA. Kenny Galladay got oh. paid by the New York he Giants. He sure did. Um, not sure if that's um, more than he's worth or more than he's not worth. We'll see how he performs. I think that new TV deal has uh, got to be part of it. Feeling I- comfortable, you know, giving a little extra to him. I think so too, but we will see what happens over there in New York. It's a big payday. I was really, really hoping that the Bears would be able to lock him up, but uh, hey, not something that was in the cards. Mm, I suppose not. But uh, yeah, man, that's a big contract. NFC East, little by little, it's getting a little bit better. So uh, you know. We'll see if the madness continues and someone else wins the division or what. But uh, hopefully it won't be the NFC least in madness. Well, what a great time to segue into everybody's favorite time of the Talking the Line podcast. We're not going to waste your time. We're not going to ramble on and on. We got basketball games to watch and you got bets to hammer in and tournament challenges to get updated on. So it's time for everybody's favorite time of the Talking the Line podcast. That's right. It is our favorite plays of the day. And not only do we have favorite plays of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we also have some showdowns coming at you. Another three showdowns coming at you for this beautiful Monday, March 22nd, 2021 of bets. And guess what, partner? What's up? We've got bets on every single one of these games today. We sure do, folks. We sure do, folks. So uh, we're trying to keep the hot streak rocking and rolling. We got five straight plays, three showdowns, and getting ready to kick it off. My partner, who do we got for our first First March Madness tournament lock of the day? First combined play, we are rocking with Oklahoma. Mm. The Oklahoma Sooners plus 14.5 versus Gonzaga. Love it. Oklahoma is 7-1 ATS as, over their last eight games as an underdog. The Zags are 1-5 ATS over their last six after scoring 90 points in their previous game. Mm. And they sure beat the brakes off of Old Norfolk State the other day. Sure enough. Um, let's see. Uh, Oklahoma is also 1-4-1 over their last... Or excuse me, Gonzaga is 1-4-1 ATS over their last six Monday games. You know I love those. I know you love those. Stats. Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, Gonzaga, not a ton of... Uh, non-conference game over the you know um the rest of the teams typically but gonzaga did play two big 12 teams mm-hmm. earlier on in the season mm-hmm. they beat west virginia by five they beat kansas by 12 okay oklahoma 
about the same, uh, pretty similar skill level, talent level as those two teams. I would say so. It is going to be a little bit risky, and I think this line is so high because Oklahoma is missing one of their best players in Harmon. Mm -hmm. He's second leading scorer on the team, but I'm still going to bet this from the aspect of who's on the court. Betting, betting the number, betting the team. I'm betting the number at the same time. I'm thinking about the team. I'm betting the humans. Gonzaga still hasn't really seen that much pressure in the tournament yet. They've only played Norfolk. Smoked them. Smoked them. Absolutely And smoked. then they've just been chilling. You know, Oklahoma was in a dogfight with Mizzou. Squeaked that one out 72-68 as a, a point dog. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to you on yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank on you. On that showdown. However... You know, I just think I think it's a few too many points. I think a, it's a single digit game. Yeah. It's way it's way too many points for me. Overall, Oklahoma hasn't been great against the number, but as of late, but it's because they've been really large favorites. That and they had a handful of you know, Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, right. the best teams in the Big right. Twelve that they're and playing. And we've been preaching it all week and it's been coming true all week and weekend as we drive on to the March Madness tournament. The WCC is real top-heavy, mm-hmm. and they just don't sure get was. to play a lot of these hard-hitting teams. Yeah, BYU got Norfolk, uh, the doors beat off them by Nor- UCLA the other day. Norfolk State is not, is <laughs> not fit, Big they 12. They would fit right into the middle or bottom of the yeah. pack of the WCC. 100%. So they did what they usually would do. We don't think this is even going to be similar to that. This might even be a single-digit loss or... Oklahoma shocks the world and uh, puts Gonzaga on their ass with the way things are going. I want to believe that. I, you know, Who we'll knows? see. Who knows? I think Gonzaga's Either like, way, yeah. you're going to give us 14 and a half points going into the Sweet 16, playing in the round of 32. Give us Oklahoma plus 14 and a half yep. all the way, or whatever line you can currently find them at. For our second NCAA March Madness tournament play of the day, I'm going to take this one because... These have been my boys. They sure have. These have been my boys from the start of the MAC tournament. That's right. We're going with the Ohio Bobcats once again, plus five and a half against the Creighton Blue Jays. Games tipping off at 5.10 p.m. Central Standard Time here this evening, and we love the Cats. Cats are now 17-7, and 15-7, and seven, uh, straight up ATS on the season. Creighton is 21 and 8 straight up, but they're 13 and 16 ATS. Creighton's coming off that real, real scary victory against the Gauchos, mm-hmm. 63-62. We had the Gauchos, and uh, they did cover us plus seven and a half sure dogs, so it was great. Creighton coming off that scary victory, coming off a terrible loss to Georgetown, 73 to 48. I do not trust them to get the job done, especially with Ohio, how they played against Virginia. They played lights out, lights out. The Cats are now 4-0 ATS in their last four NCAA tournament games as a dog. They're 4-0 ATS in their last four NCAA tournament games overall. And they're 4-0 ATS in their last four games versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Mm -hmm. They've been counted out all season. They've been in the dog spot all season. Their last three games, they've covered as six-and-a-half-point dogs, two-and-a-half-point dogs, and and two-and-a-half-point dogs by double digits. They're smoking hot. Give me the Bobcats. I'm taking the money line. I, I think, don't know about you. I'm I think I'm them. going to as I mean, well. on top of our, you know, taking the points here. I think I'm going to as well. And you know, my friend, once again, what do I say when we're at tournament time? Those free throws? Ooh, baby. Creighton, Creighton, Creighton. Shooting 65.1% from the stripe. And our boys, the Bobcats, shooting 703 Oof. from the stripe. Oof. Quite the discrepancy, if I do say so I myself. And... If you take a look at how that team is playing and has played, oh man, give us all of the Bobcats all the way. No question mark behind any of that. You're going to give us five and a half points, 150%. And if you're going to give us that nice of a money line, we're taking that as well. Preston should light up the scoreboard once again. Vanderposs, Vanderplas should light up the scoreboard once again. McDay, light up the scoreboard once again. Roderick. They are playing so good. Yeah. 
I love them. I Lock love them. it in. Lock it in. Ohio Bobcats plus five and a half. And if you want the juice, I'm really surprised they take gave the money him this line. line. Well. I, I would have expected like a two and a half, three point line. I would have thought so as well. This is pretty I, similar to, yeah. uh, I know the game against Virginia opened up like plus you know seven what? or something like you that. You know what? Let's really hammer it home. The Blue Jays over there at Creighton, 0-4 ATS in their last four NCAA tournament games as a favorite. Okay. Lock it in, boys. Yep. Lock it in, girls. Ohio's Bobcats. You almost said Ohio State. I there. did, but I saved it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Hey, partner, what do we got for our Oof. third NCAA March Madness Tournament Lock of the Day. Yeah, this is probably the game I'm looking forward to the most. We've got LSU plus five and a half versus the Michigan Wolverines. I've got LSU advancing in my bracket. That is hardly the reason I uh, I like this game here. LSU is five and zero ATS over the last five. All of those games uh, have been against teams above 600. Okay. Uh, Michigan is one in five ATS for their last six Monday games. There's a little weekday spread for or weekday trend for you. Boom. Uh, they are two and four ATS over their last six. They're three and three straight up in March. Boom. Uh, they're only they've lost to Illinois, Michigan State, Ohio State. They've only beat bang, Michigan bang, bang. State, Maryland, and Texas Southern bang, in the bang, first boom. round. They're bang. just not playing their best basketball bang, right bang. now. He's dropping bombs <laughs> over there, kids. You hear that, man? He's dropping bombs over there. They're not playing the best basketball no. right now. They're really not. And LSU is turning it on at the And they right might be playing their best time. basketball right they now. They might, man. Cam Thomas, true freshman. Like you said, you were all over St. Bonnie's the other day, and I, I can't blame you. St. No, Bonnie's was playing good, they, they too. I wish the Bonnie's were playing somebody else. They but. were a great matchup, and I tell you what, I, I even congratulated you on Twitter. I yeah. was even mad enough to come out there and do yeah. that because, hey, they came out and they took care of business. Yeah, they I think they're great. so underseeded. I yeah took Alabama down to the wire in the SEC title game, and now, you know, I – Plus five and a half. I love plus five and a half. I, I like I said, I've got them advancing in my bracket. I'm gonna sprinkle a little money on the line on this, did this I, one as well. Did I hear you say the the Monday ATS stats for the Wolverine? You did. That's what I thought. Yeah, one love in five it. ATS Absolutely in the last six Monday it. games. Yeah. Absolutely love it. You know, LSU scoring the rock a little bit more than uh, Michigan offense. Very even from behind the three point stripe. Very even from the field. This game should be a lot tighter than five and a half points. I think so. And I think it's going to be a dogfight. I'm I so think excited it, for this I think game. It's going to be too. I mean, after LSU took care of business by the Bonnies, like you said, by 15. Man, oh man! And Wisconsin, you played Texas Southern, and you you barely you you, you mean Michigan. You, or yeah, I'm sorry, Michigan. You played Texas Southern, and you botched a a perfect opportunity against Ohio State. So. I'm all over LSU. Hammer I'm LSU. All over. Hammer LSU at the plus five and a half. For our fourth NCAA March Madness Tournament lock of the day, we are going with the scorching hot Alabama Crimson Tide playing the Maryland Terrapins, tipping off at 7.45 p.m. Central Standard Time on your local television. Now, Bama's playing hot, boys. Bama's playing hot, girls. You better watch out. They're coming in smoking. After uh, having a little bit of a scare in the first half after Iona, they decided they were going to pull it out by 13 points, played real good, turned it on. They did squeak it out against LSU to get the SEC championship, as we uh, talked about a few Mm -hmm. episodes back. Absolutely love that. But Alabama is in a great spot to continue continue what they're doing. They uh, are actually scoring about 80 points a game, 79.6, whereas Maryland's only scoring about 70 points a game, 68.9. Again, love the free throws. Not as big of a discrepancy as I mentioned before, but Alabama is 71.5 from the stripe. Maryland's 70.1 from the stripe. Okay. Yeah, nothing crazy there, but I, I like that stat for Alabama for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, Especially if you're in the spot that we need him to be, up right. by five, six points right. down there in the stretch, cashing a couple free throws. Right. And. Maryland only allowing 33.8 from behind the arc, but as you've seen all season, anybody on that Alabama team can just start lighting it up from behind the, the three-point line. Anytime, anywhere, any point in sure. the court, any point in the game, they will start lighting it up. You got anything uh, you like about Alabama on there? Uh, Alabama, yeah, 4-2 and two ATS over the last six. I was actually going to mention something against Maryland here. Okay. Inconsistent as far, you know, staying hot. They can't stay hot all season. Mm-hmm. After a straight-up win, they are 6-9 and nine ATS on the season. Okay. I like that a lot. 
I like that a lot, man. They uh, they are a little tougher opponent, uh, tougher opponent than UConn. I know a lot of people like UConn, but and has been the it's been top, tough to read the Big East. Honestly, been the topic of conversation has uh, Big Ten. They started out just blazing hot and in their tournament, and basically the teams just right. like the Big East are built for those conference teams. Right, like they're just not built to play the big powerhouses in the tournament. They're not yeah. tournament ah. teams. As a Big Ten guy, I hate to hear it. I but. know. It's rough. <laughs> but, I mean, you watched it with Illinois and Loyola today. Not to mm-hmm. go back, but they built Loyola to be a tournament team. They, mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't care about the MVC. Granted, they won it, but they just Well, didn't. they didn't have to care. They smoked, they they smoked right through it. Smoked yeah. right through it. But either way, going right back, hammer on in, Alabama Crimson Tide, minus five and a half. And to wrap yeah, sorry, things up. <laughs> All I was gonna say is I hope we can get a little, uh, little uh, little line movement line. in our little, little nice. line, line movement in our favor. That's what yeah, I was be nice. Say. Nice either way, but at the time of uh, recording, us at minus five and a half. So by the time your sweet ears are listening to this, you beautiful people, it's probably gonna be a little lower. We would hope so. And they have four a nice and a half cover. five would be real Ooh, nice. Four and a half would be cute. Everybody thinks Maryland's gonna cover, and then they cover nice. So for our final NCAA March Madness tournament lock of the day. Partner, what are we taking? We are taking USC over Kansas. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Let's see. What is this line at as we're speaking right now? Plus minus one. Is it plus minus one? Okay, yeah. USC is favored by one. Uh, USC is 5-0 and ATS over the last five tournament games. Okay. Kansas is 0-4 ATS over the last four neutral games as an underdog. Mm. So, uh, you know, typically they're not in that spot too often, but when they no. are, it's for a reason. Yeah. Uh USC looked very good against uh oh. against uh Drake. Drake, yes, I was blanking there. It's okay. Kansas did not look here. that great against Eastern Washington the other day. Not at all, man. They might have won by uh it was twelve, uh nine points. I'm sorry, nine points. They might have won by that, but that was not a nine point game, my friend. They had to scrap and claw to mm-hmm. get back into that matchup. Eastern Washington put up a fight and a half. Yeah, they sure did. And I alluded to it a few episodes back, but eventually the old regression and COVID monster is going to catch up to Kansas. And I just don't think that they are going to have the firepower that they need to get it done. I mean, they had three guys scoring at 20 points or more, and that was because they had to dig real deep. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to do that again here. USC is looking good. Pac-12 is looking fantastic. Pac-12 is looking fantastic. You know, I hate to bet against Kansas and Bill Self in the the tournament, in the postseason. But, man, uh, if they – with how much of a scare Eastern Washington is and Mm -hmm. how much of a wagon USC is playing like right now, the Mobley Mobley brothers are playing out of their minds. They're good. Man, again, if they only have to cover a bucket – Come on now. Give me all of USC in this spot. The one thing that I love the most here, uh-huh. Andy Anfield, USC's head coach, mm-hmm. 8-0 ATS in his career in the, in the NCAA tournament. Absolutely. For those of you it. who don't remember, Andy Anfield was Florida Gulf Coast oh. Dunk City's head coach oh. a few years ago. Okay. Sign me up, pal. Has not lost or has not suffered an ATS loss in his career. Yeah. And you did say... As well, Pac-12 has been sneaky. I think at good. the time of this recording, they are undefeated ATS. Sneaky, you know, we're good. Sunday afternoon recording. Sneaky, yeah. good. So yeah, they've been really fun to watch so far. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, as per usual, the NCAA March Madness talking the line favorite plays of the day for your Monday, March twenty second, twenty twenty one. We are going with. Oklahoma Sooners plus 14 and a half. Ohio Bobcats plus five and a half. LSU Tigers plus five and a half. Alabama Crimson Tide minus five and a half. USC Trojans minus one. Or whatever the best line you can currently find these plays at on your favorite sports book. Now, moving right along, it's time to get down and dirty. It's time to throw up the Dukes. It's time to go handicapper versus handicapper. Who's got the best play today? You better believe we're going to be putting out polls on social media. You better believe you better let us know. Are you going to ride with my partner who is seemingly unbeatable in these matchups and on absolute fire? Or are you going to ride with me? 
as the regression mo- monster must eventually mm. must mm-hmm. eventually come into the picture. Without further ado, the first talking the line showdown play of the day. We are going to the matchup between the Oregon Ducks quack quack versus the Iowa Hawkeyes. This game is tipping off at eleven ten a.m. Central Standard That's Time. That's the opener game. Iowa. It sure is. sure is. I was a little bass backwards because the site that I look at has it in Eastern Time, even though we are in sta- mm-hmm. Central Standard Time. I'm really uh, loving the Hawkeyes here. Hawkeyes have absolutely been lighting it up. Lost two games out of their last ten. They've been a little little weird against uh, against the number, but I'm not worried about it in the postseason here. They might have not covered against Grand Canyon, but they were 13.5-point favorites. I'm not worried if you're giving it to me this small. Now, they might have uh, failed to cover a few here, but they did push a five. They lost out of five. But I have a good feeling that they are due to win out of five. You know, Oregon, I'm betting this matchup because of what they're facing as human beings. VCU was supposed to play Oregon and dealt with some serious, serious COVID issues. And now Oregon, because of certain other issues, they had to go through some serious COVID testing to make sure they were all set to rock and roll as well. They've been sitting on their bums, not playing, didn't get the chance to play in the round of 64, now get tossed into the limelight against a battle-tested team in Iowa who had to play a great Grand Grand Canyon team. And they get thrust into the limelight, and you expect them to keep this game within five points. I just don't see it happening, folks. Okay. I don't see it happening. All right, whatever. What do you got? Uh, I'm the best at showdowns. That's what I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Ducks are 6-0 and ATS over their last six NCAA tournament games as an underdog. They are 4-0. and 4-0 ATS over their last four neutral sites as a dog. They are 5-0-1 ATS over their last six NCAA tournament games. Iowa is 0-3-1 ATS over their last four. 0-3-2 ATS over their last five neutral games. Like I said earlier, mm. the Pac-12 has been a wagon so far in this tournament. And as we already alluded to, the Big Ten, a little shaky, a little shaky. Grand Canyon, you know, don't know enough about them to say that they're a great team. So, we'll, you know, we'll see. Sure. I would Maybe, say that uh, in just about every other single matchup that about the Pac-12 and Big Ten except this one. Just okay. because of the COVID layoff, a couple of just weird circumstances, you get gassed up, you got to relax. It, it, I'm playing the human aspect in this game. I think they come out very slow. Hawkeyes blow up a double-digit lead very early, and Oregon tries to scrap it back, but eventually just don't have the firepower to get it done. Uh, you know, as far as money line, I might be thinking differently here, but with those extra points, I really like the Ducks. I think they just keep it close, honestly. Okay. I could see the I could see the uh, the conclusion of the game going either way, honestly. I like them by six or more. Either way, whoever you think has the best analysis, either hammer in the Ducks at plus five or the Hawkeyes at minus five. Or if they still have the hook or whatever the best line, you can currently find them at on your favorite sports book. Moving on to the second Talking the Line showdown play of the day. We are headed to the matchup between the Abilene Christian Wildcats and the UCLA Bruins. The Christian Abilene Christian Wildcats are coming off an inspired victory against the Texas Longhorns. Hook down. Hook down for sure. Hook down. 53-52, to 52, they uh, got that matchup. They were undersized in that matchup and they held their own clamps 30 30 even on the rebounding totals 20 for 67 from the field held texas 18 of 40 from the field that now makes them nine and one in their last 10 straight up and eight and two ats in their last 10 in neutral site games this season they are 2-0 straight up, 2-0 ATS, covered as a 6.5-point favorite and 8.5-point dog. Most recently, UCLA, sure, they've been playing real, real good, but they have been in some dog fights. Yeah, they're coming off that big victory over BYU. 
I'm not too worried about that. Let me tell you why. Once again, the WCC, very top-heavy. They finally ran into a Pac-12 team who was on an absolute burner right now, and they didn't know what to do with themselves. Abilene Christian showed they can handle a team that's on a burner. 4-0 ATS in their last four following an ATS win. 5-0 ATS in their last five games versus a team with a winning percent above 600. And 5-0 ATS in their last five games versus a team with a winning straight-up record. I love the Cats in this spot. The Bruins, they probably will win this game, but it's going to be on some crazy last-second nonsense, and it sure ain't going to be by five points. We'll see. We'll see. Is that all you got? Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm all over UCLA in this one. The biggest thing I got here, Chris Falca, the Bear, game mm-hmm. day, ESPN game day, tweeted sure. this morning or sure. yesterday morning, since 2014, 9, 13, 14, or 15 seeds won its round 64, round of 64 game. Those nine are 0-9 straight up and 0-8-1 ATS in the round of 32. Seven were decided by at least 13 points. Only one was decided by less than eight points. It's time for that first win. Oh, no, we'll see. It's time for that so. first win. I think, you, like I, well, like we've been saying, the Pac-12 has been on fire. Texas was, Abilene Christian's defense was fantastic. Mm. I still think UCLA is going to find a way to put the ball in the hole a little bit more than uh, the old Longhorns were. Tempo. Both teams okay. play at one of the slowest tempos in the nation. Okay. And I think it's going to be a defensive battle right down to the end. And then UCLA might have one of those crazy last-second deals. Hopefully I'm not eating my words again. The other day I said Texas I love, is going to smoke them. Plus four and a half. I, I think love UCLA is going to smoke them. Love Adeline Christian. Either side you're feeling, either the Abilene Christian Wildcats or the UCLA Bruins, whoever you think had the best analysis there, hammer that side. And for the last Talking the Line showdown of the day, we are headed to the matchup between the Colorado Buffaloes and the Florida State Seminoles. Ladies and gentlemen, I battled with this one. This was a tough one for both of us. But I have to hammer the Seminoles. I'm taking the money line. Saying it right here, right now. Uh, these minus one, plus one and a halfs have been really sketchy down the end here. So I'm hammering the money line. I am big fans of what Florida State's doing. Now, Will, first and foremost, give Colorado State their props before you even do it for me. They smashed the pancakes off of Georgetown mm-hmm. 96 to 73. Absolute 23 point beatdown. McKinley, right? Had a double-double, played absolutely terrifically like he has been all season, but the Knolls are playing real, real good as well. Uh, They've been a little inconsistent, sure, but I love them in the postseason. I love them with uh, how they've been playing lately, how they've been putting the ball in the rock, and I just think they have the defensive firepower to be able to handle the Buffaloes and be able to squeak out a nice, easy victory. They also have the advantage on field goal percent and three-point field goal percent, so if Buffaloes come out smacking the ball, hitting it in the hole again, I'm not worried about the old Knowles keeping pace. Georgetown, I was a little worried. I was thinking they were going to keep it, but they done lost all mm-hmm. their spirit and momentum in that Big East tournament. FSU's just a getting rolling. Yeah, I struggled with this one because I, um, I do like, uh, I do like Florida State this year. But... I fucking love the Buffaloes though, too, man. What yeah. the fuck am I talking about? I love the Seminoles, but I love the Buffaloes. Too. This <laughs> one's hard. This is tough. The one that I, a couple things that I really like here. Colorado is 5 and 1 ATS over their last six games following a straight up win over 20 points. Mm. So, you know, if they light it up one game, they tend to stay nice and uh, nice and toasty in that next game. Yeah. Florida State 0 3 and 1 ATS over their last four um, all neutral site, all as favorites. Mm. The one that I saw as well, though, Buffalo's 0 and 4 ATS in their last four NCAAs as, an, as a dog. Okay. So, I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a tough one. Up, but I, I would say this is the toughest, uh, maybe the toughest this one. Is, to, well, maybe not. But. This has kind of been the spot, though. What kind of turned me away from it is where the Buffaloes have that huge game like that. McKinley Wright turns up. The team goes 7 for 7, 12 for 12. Oh, my gosh. And then they just, okay, just come out flat. On the flip side, of this is the spot where FSU had a nice win the game before. Now they're at you know, lower point favorite, you're like, oh, they're going to smoke UNC. They're going to smoke Notre Dame. And then they come out flat as shit. I don't think they're going to smoke them. I don't think they're going to smoke them, but I think they'll pull away at the end for a victory. Oh, I think it should be a good game. Oh, it'll be a great game. 
be a great game. Whoever you think, what side you're feeling, the reason why we give these as showdowns because we can't agree and we're just going to play whatever side we're the most confident in. So one more time, the three matchups. Oregon versus Iowa. Riley's taking the Ducks. I'm taking the Hawkeyes. Abilene Christian versus UCLA. I'm taking the Wildcats. And Riley's taking the Bruins. And Colorado versus Florida State. Riley is taking the Beefaloes. And I am taking the Seminoles. Hammer in whatever side you think is the winner. You know, March Madness is pretty doggone sweet. But you know what's even sweeter? What's even sweeter? Sitting on your couch, not have to even leave your apartment, never missing a single shot in your game, and getting all your groceries and essential needs delivered right to your doorstep in as little as an hour. You don't think that's possible? Well, it is now, and your pals over here at Talking the Line have partnered up with Instacart to bring you a killer deal to get you started on that mission right now. Instacart helps you save that trip to the market and delivers your groceries fast. You don't have to wait around and walk through and peruse the aisles and waste your time trying to find things because Instacart assigns you a personal shopper who gets told where everything is in the aisle and they do it blazing fast. The whole time they're shopping for you, you get to follow them through the store. You can message back and forth with them so when they come upon an item that is not in the store that you requested, they'll ask you if you would like a replacement. And you can say, no, Janice, I don't want that green eggs and ham. I want blue eggs and ham. And Janice will put that in the cart and let you know what's happening. So no more stale bread. No more getting the incorrect item on your order. And no more overpaying for costly delivery fees and no good services. Head on over to this episode's description and come join the Talking the Line crew in Instacart. If you hit that link in the description and you sign up, you don't even have to create a paid account yet. You're going to get free delivery on your first order of $35 or more. You can get two meals at your local grocery store for that. Get yourself free delivery. Be ready to rock and roll. You'll love the service so much. You'll want to sign up for the $9.99 a month plan. And from there, you'll be good to rock and roll. Sit on back. Download the Instacart app with the Talking the Line link in this episode's description. And never miss another second of the action and make Instacart your new favorite way to shop. Rolling, rolling, rolling right along as a little bit of a foreshadowing here, ladies and gentlemen. We're bringing back the crowd favorite. That's right. We are ready for a nice money line dice roll on this beautiful March 22nd, 2021. We are almost through the month of March. This is absolutely incredible how fast this uh this month is already rolling along can't believe it but for the money line dice roll we are headed to a game that uh, is quite a toss-up so we figured why not roll some dice on it the matchup we're going for is the sacramento kings versus the cleveland cavaliers at the time of recording the line for the spread is currently set at plus minus four with the Kings as a minus four favorite. The game total is currently set at 225 points and we are going to go ahead and roll for each one of them. We'll roll for if we are going to take ATS or Moneyline, if we're going to take it for the home or the away team, and if we're going to take over or under. As per usual, I'm looking right at the camera, and yes, you can catch this video on Twitter or Instagram, whatever is your preferred way to get all of your Talking the Line content. First things first, home or away? Home team will be the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. And away team is the Sacramento Kings. First roll of the day, home away, Cleveland Cavaliers, Sacramento Kings, and shoot... 
That'll be the Cleveland Cavaliers. Funny, because uh, in my head I was thinking Cleveland. Same, actually. All right, so home it is, home it is. We'll put that right over to the side here for just a second. Next up, ATS or Moneyline. ATS or Moneyline. What are we taking with the Cleveland Cavaliers? ATS or Moneyline? Shoot. Moneyline. Moneyline. We get the juice, juice. So we are first things first. Taking the Cleveland Cavaliers money line. And now, on to the game total. Game total, once again, is set at 225 at the time of this recording. And are we going over or under? Over or under in 3, 2, 1, shoot. We are going under. Under 225. Going to be a low-scoring game, apparently, in Cleveland. So one more time. And move them over there for the video. We are going the home team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, on the money line <laughs> and the game total of 225. We are taking the under. Hammer it in. Lock it in. I'm going to put at least $10 on each of them because I don't trust the dice sometimes. But in this position, I'm trusting them. I feel good about it. I feel real good about it. One more time. Cleveland Cavaliers money line and under game total of 225. Lock it in. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So um, not a whole lot of uh, action going on. We've taken a nice nice little break from the NBA and NHL with all this March Madness action. We sure did. We're uh, letting the second half of the NBA roll along, get some trends going on there, see how teams are doing. Yeah. NHL, we're still waiting for uh, some trends to come out. If you're uh, a sharp on hockey right now, we could use some help. Props to you because, man, oh, man, I'm trying to read some things. I'm trying different things. Just toss some little money here and there, trying to see if uh, I can start capping these things. And it is just a crapshoot half Mm -hmm. the time. So uh, still trying to figure that out. We'll be uh, bringing you some hockey games before you know it. I'm going to keep trudging right along with the March Madness Tournament. We will have a pick from every single game, every single day, guaranteed. You better believe that. MLB, right around the corner, less than two weeks away at this point. So you better get ready to rock and roll. That is coming quick, fast, and in a hurry. And, yeah. Got the Masters coming up. Got the Masters coming up. That should be a hell of a hell of an event mm-hmm. to bet on, to have some fun on. And, uh, yeah. Any uh anything else before before I close this bad boy out with some motivation minutes? Anything been burning on your brain, kind of been stewing on your heart, ripping at your soul that you just wanted to share with these kind listeners of the Talking the Line podcast? I don't think so, man. I've just been basking in the glory that is March Madness. Yeah. And yeah. uh, you know, trying not to ruin your life too much about the bears. Yeah, man. I've been holding back as much as I can. Yeah. It's it's been rough. It's tough. It's a tough, it's uh, honestly, tough situation for me to not be able to roast all of my friends all day long about it. So a little sympathy for me would be nice. <laughs> it's it's a little, uh, it's honestly just upsetting. It's not even like piss you off at this point. Like it's just, why would That's you? part of it why it's, I'm like holding back because it's not even you, like, ha ha ha. It's just like, man, Why would you burn just... down an organization like that? Like it just seems that they just want to burn down the organization and if they do they're going to be without a job next year so what's the point why not at Either least that or the it? organization is dumb enough to have keep know. faith in him for the long I, haul oh boy oh boy well i might uh i might no i'm not saying that yet i'm not going to say that yet i'm not going to put that on recording yet we're just going to pretend that thought didn't ever come <laughs> into my mind that i ever thought i would dream of going to another nfc north team All right. Now, without further ado, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, let's wrap this bad boy up with some motivation minutes. You know, I got to thinking this weekend of something that's really, really important, especially with the world that we live in and the times that we all currently are plugged into, Mm -hmm. if that isn't a little bit of a foreshadowing for you. But I wanted to kind of remind you of the importance of taking some time to disconnect you know, we're always plugged into our phones, tweeting, Instagramming, checking emails, sending texts, making posts, doing this, doing that, checking the stock market, checking our bets, checking everything. 
We're all we're locked in all the time, plugged in all the time. Before oh, before it runs out of battery, plug it back in so we can get right back onto it. Yep. Even if it's five minutes, ten minutes, preferably a few hours. Yeah. Take some time to disconnect and indulge. It feels good, man. It feels really good. Feels really good. It, that's that's number one, the biggest thing, and, and it just resets you, and it allows you to become the best version of yourself. Because if you're constantly trying to pump yourself out and stay connected with everything that's going on, you lose touch of who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and oftentimes, you you know, you're trying to keep up some type of status or right. you know you know, perspective from outsiders, that kind of thing. And the best way to keep that up and to keep continually putting forth the best version of yourself is by taking time for yourself and unlocking keys and unlocking doors to this life that that will only continue along the path to success and further you along in, in succeeding and fulfilling your goals. Right. And either you have goals that you know you've been neglecting or, you know, maybe you don't... It's going to help you realize what those goals are. You slow down enough, it sure damn will. It sure damn will. It'll wake you up. So just take a little bit of time today. Maybe not even today. It's starting the week. I understand you're rocking and rolling. But when you get some time, instead of just sitting there and, and randomly scrolling, if you're not doing anything, just take a few minutes to come to the center and and find that find that presence, find right. that being, find that stillness and and what you need to be doing. Don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Unless you're doing something, take a moment for yourself and to reset your mind and to think what your next move needs to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Definitely took some time to do that this past weekend and uh you definitely need it. You definitely need it, kids. So uh, don't neglect yourself. It is not a two-bedroom casket at the end of the day. You got to think about uh, number one sometimes. Yeah. Make and sure. I, was, I mean, I I love sports so much. So honestly, like being able – on Saturday, I put my phone aside and right. just watch basketball for fucking, right. you know, a few hours. Hey, TV watching you. You ain't watching the TV. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> it's Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it. 100%. Sometimes you just got to do it. But – Hey, thank you guys once again for stopping by the Talking the Line podcast, episode number 14 now. Cooking right along. Woo, if that is not a joke, before you guys know it, we will be live and coming at you on YouTube. We will have uh, some new affiliates and some new sponsorship partnerships. Uh, we're working on that. Got some stuff coming up hot and heavy around the corner for that. Um, we're We're... We're doing this, kids. We're not here to uh, yank any chains, pull any tails, play any tricks, pull any veils over your eyes. I mean, we're we're here, guys. <laughs> we're here. We're here to cash some tickets. We're here to keep just uh, bringing the best content possible. 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 And, uh, yeah. Got any got anything else uh, you want to drop? Any bombs? So, any man. knowledge? We got another. Else? We got another scorching hot day of uh, March Madness action before a few days off. Sure do. I am just so excited. I am I can't too. wait. And it's going to keep rocking and rolling. We're going to keep cashing tickets the whole doggone time mm-hmm. from the opening tip today to the closing tip tonight. We're going to be racking in the dough. We don't plan on looking back from this 10-3 and 3 streak. If we got anything to say about it, it's going to be 15-3 and 3 by the end of tonight. Right. And if I got anything to say, it's going to be 9-2 to 2 showdown record for me. I really hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that doesn't happen. Now, without further ado, (laughs) for the final (laughs) time in this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping by, coming to kick it with me and our mags. Once again, I'm your humble host, Colton Colt 45 Soroka. Thank you to my co-host, our mags, for dropping some banging content with me as always. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide we hope you have a spectacular day unless you have other plans let's cash some tickets